Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another exciting edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. Again, we are talking about uh, being a part of what God's doing in our midst. And he's doing a new thing, and we desire that you, God desires that we perceive what he's doing. And we've been talking about the, the fact, the faith project that God called Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. to, to, to lead, and that's, Rebuilding Champion Christian School. God desires that school to be the premier high school in Chico. That was the prophetic word given in past and most recently in present. That word was given to Richard uh, from the Lord and confirmed through another uh, a past uh, board member or one who helped start the school. And again, you know me, I'm a word man. I I like to get things out of the word of God. The Bible says, uh, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And you can hear the mouth of God through the word of God, the written Amen. word of God. Jesus always declared it, it is written. And he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word. So I have three scripture references thus far. I can get you more about giving into God's work. And again, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, money answers all things. It's going to take financial resources to, to, to fulfill the Great Commission, to do the will of God. And again, I, I wanted a quick reference, Exodus 25 and 35, where God commanded Moses to command the people to give into a temple that was to be built for him, a dwelling place. And uh, he asked them, read Exodus 25 and 35, 25, chapter 25 and chapter 35, he commanded them to bring the best, bring the best for God's work. He told them bring gold and, and bring silver and just bronze and all the, the, the best stuff for his tabernacle. And here's the deal. I found out that God's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If he calls you to a faith project or to build something to his glory, he expects his the people who are called by his name to support that. Right. See, a lot of times people think if my people who are called by my name and they think, well, just pray. No, if the pe- my people who are called by my name listen to my word and do what I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray also. Right. Scripture say pray without that. ceasing, but now you gotta act. Once you pray, because prayer praying is conversation, having fellowship with God through words. Well, now God's going to listen to him, too. Right. He's going to say something. He's going to lead you and guide you to do something. Now you got to act on it because the scripture said faith without works is dead. You're praying, but now God's going to give you an instruction. And like with you, with Champion School, you didn't come up with this cockamamie ideal by yourself. The Lord gave it to you and you communicated it and you acted on it. Right. You acted on it and then you... See, this is why the Bible talks about you got to walk by faith and not by sight. Because I understand business pretty well. 
And if I was going to walk by sight, I'd have said, you know what? There's no sense doing this. We don't even need to do this. It's a waste of time. And yet, when you walk by faith, you hear what God says, and you say, okay, I'm going to go forward. And so much of the Bible, you know, is all about faith. Abraham, as God tells him to leave his family and go into this land that God would lead him to, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you're walking by sight, you say, wait a minute, my family's here, all my possessions are here, I know the culture, I know the language, I know everything that's here. It's, it doesn't make any sense to leave here and go to some place where I'm not sure where I'm going, where I don't have an occupation, where I don't know the culture as well, and, and not knowing, it wouldn't make any sense to go there, and yet he went. But, but God told him, you go to this place, and I'm going to bless you there. And you know what's amazing? As he says, and I'm going to give the land to your offspring. He doesn't even tell him he's going to give it to him because right. he never has it. But, but, but through you, Abraham, all the families of the earth will be blessed. I was speaking to another one of our hosts this morning, Jerry O'Lennon, before he started his show. And again, I've been referencing Exodus 25 and Exodus 35 in the wilderness when God commanded them to build him a tabernacle. Now, let's just go back a little before the wilderness. God calls Moses to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. And he tells them, take his, your brother Aaron with you, but lead him out. And, and, but before you do that, Put the blood over the door. We know that's Passover and the deaf angel is going to pass. But before you do that, go to your neighbors, the Egyptians, and borrow from them some gold and some silver and some stuff. Borrow from them. Borrow from them. Well, we ain't coming back. He said, well, tomorrow you'll see them no more. But go just borrow from them and I'm going to put it on their heart to give. That's how they got all the gold and the silver and, and the precious stuff in the wilderness. They got it before they left Egypt. But anyway, they leave Egypt and, 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 you know, let my people go. Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he finally, after the death of his child, he finally said, okay, Lord, I'm about to let your people go. Moses, I'm going to let you guys just get out, get out of Egypt. So they start heading towards the direction that God told Moses to lead the people. Now one of Pharaoh's guys said, Pharaoh, you going to let them just do this to you? After they took off, and he said, well, let's go get them, Pharaoh. Yeah, so we got to get our stuff back no matter what. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so they, they took off with all our stuff. They said he was bringing it back to them all. They're out. So uh, so they, God leads Moses. He gives them the direction. And as they head in that direction, they're like, Moses, uh, where are we going? That, that look like uh, Red Sea to us. We ain't that dumb, but we know what a body of water looks like. We're going the wrong way. And now... Looking back, look like Pharaoh and his army is coming after us. Moses, you didn't let us all the way out here to die. We could have just stayed in Egypt and died. See, God will lead you to a place that seems impossible. They's like, the wilderness is that way. Why are we going towards the Red Sea? Well, Moses said, well, because God told me. God told, revealed to me, go this way. Abraham, go this way. Richard, go this way. Take the school from there. Go that way. I'm going to give you information on a need-to-know basis. You just obedience is better than sacrifice. That's what we're talking about as it relates to giving into this project. It's about obedience. God's building something. He wants his people to be a part of it. Just do it. Just be obedient. So anyway, head towards the Red Sea. The Egyptians are behind them. God says, and the people are starting to complain, the motives about, hey, man, you you leading us to the Red Sea. We're going to get killed or we're going to get in this water and drown. Either way, our gooses are cooked. So God, Moses starts talking to God about this, and, and God just asks Moses one thing. What's that in your hand? 
Remember, I gave you this initially, a staff, a stick, whatever you want to call it. What was it? He said, it's a stick. It's a stab. He said, remember, obedience is better than sacrifice. Take what you got. Uh-oh, that's a revelation. Take what you got and do what I told you to do with it. What's that in your hand? A stick. Put it in the water. Boom. Put it in the water. What happened? The sea, the whole Red Sea, not the swimming pool, not the puddle of water, the whole Red Sea part. It says the children of Israel walked across on dry land. Right. See, when you, the water parts, there's mud down there. There's yeah. so much mud down there and muck, you can't walk across. Well, well the yeah, scripture says it was a dry, dry land. It yeah. was dry land. See, God See, didn't just go halfway. He dries the land out so they can go. And that's the God we serve, the God of the impossible. But it was about their obedience. It was about the leaders. Moses' obedience. In this case, it's you. You know, you, he asked you to do something. You didn't seek your own understanding. You didn't go seek. Nobody else, you, Paul said, when God revealed himself to me, I didn't confer with flesh and blood. I didn't go ask Vince, Vince, you think I heard from God on this one? No, you, he spoke to you personally. I heard Jesus said, my sheep hear me and they know my voice and the voice of a stranger they won't follow. So we believe God's for Christian education. He's got to be because we know what we get to do in this Christian academy. We get to preach the gospel. Right. See, and sometimes, and and I got to admit, there's been a few times when I've been pretty close, you forget it's a privilege to serve God. It is. It's, it's a privilege <laughs> to do what God wants you to do and, and to answer the call that God is. It's a privilege. Sometimes, you know, things aren't working out exactly the way we want them to or whatever. We can start to think it's like a drudgery or it's something that we have to do that God commanded us to do. And we don't really want to do it, but we have to do it. We've always got to keep in mind that it's a privilege to serve God. Now, you can serve God in many ways, and one of them is in giving. God doesn't want us to give grudgingly. grudgingly. He doesn't want us to give, oh, I don't really want to. He said, no, he of, says, or, I have no to. of necessity. But God loves a cheerful giver. Right. And he calls us to give. And so, when at, whatever it is that we're giving, we need to do it with a joyful heart, whether that's finances or help in some other way. But we need to always be doing it because we realize that it's the it's a actually a privilege to serve God. It's a privilege to work with God. God doesn't need our help doing anything. But he, he allows he, us to co-labor with him. Right. He calls he, us. He it's, says, okay, do you want to be actually, When you think about it in these terms, what a privilege it is that the God who spoke the universe into existence said, you know what? I'm going to let you help. I I'm I don't a, I'm need let you, you work to with, help, but I'm gonna let you work with but me. But I'm gonna let you Moses, work with I'm gonna me. let you work with me to, to to set an oppressed people free. Yeah. Pastor Vince, I'm gonna let you work with me. Pastor Richard, I'm gonna let you work with me. To anybody who's you know listening what? that God calls, I'm I don't need you really to do this, but I'm going to let you work and with I me. And I consider it a privilege. We have uh, to. It I is. do. I do. I'll say, well, God, you want to use me? You know, all of all of faith Gideon said that. You know, Joseph, you know. Oh, God, you're going to use me? And here's the deal. God always used the least, less likely people, the most likely to succeed people to, to co-labor with, to do his work. And we're giving the listening audience an opportunity to be a part, to work with God on this faith project called Champion Christian School. Yeah, say we're calling it Save Champion, but it's already saved. But God expects his people to be a part of what he's doing. You know, Christian education, it can't get any government funding. It can only get the body of Christ, the church's funding. That's what makes it happen. And yes, we get money from tuition, but God expects his people to fund 
because we trust in the Lord with all our heart. We understand that it is him who gives us the power to get wealth, the creativity, the wisdom, the strength and might to go out and, and, and get financial resources. We understand that God is our source. Well, see, people say, well, I work hard for what I have. But where did you get the brain power that you used? Right, where did you get the wisdom to create that business? Where did you get the muscle? Where did you get the ability? Where did you get any of it to go work? Where did you get the favor that goes before you and produces for you supernatural increase? You get it from God. And those who are grounded and rooted in the word of God, the truth, they understand, oh, God's my source. Yesterday we were in Luke chapter 2, and when the angels come and they say, peace on earth, on men on whom God's favor rests. We sometimes as Christians forget God's favor rests on us. And with that... I have two adult daughters now. They're 33 and 31. When they were kids, my favor rested on them. They're 33 and 31. My favor still rests on them. My favor will always rest on them. We as the children of God, God's favor rests on us. And we sometimes forget that, what that means, that he is watching out for us, that he is protecting us, he is, he is leading us, he is guiding us, he is, he is always there for us. His favor and, rests on us. And here's the us. thing I found about favor, it, it ain't fair. But, but it's fair to those who right. are receiving it. Right. It's fair to me. <laughs> I'm going to do things for my daughters I'm not going to do for right. other people's kids. Right, but, but that's the thing about favor. When, when you're in line with God's will and his word, it just, he just, that's what the scripture means, seek ye first. Seek the things that God desires to be sought first. And then the, the promise is all things will be added to you. So if you think you're doing good now, just get involved with what God's doing because he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask think. He desires to take us from faith to faith to glory to glory. I tell people, you can't outdo God. You think you're doing good now, get involved. Start sowing into the things that God wants. And again, I'm going to keep on saying I believe God's for Christian education. I believe God wants to have a Christian high school here. Actually, it's the only one in Chico that serves Paradise, Orland, Hamilton City, Gridley. I believe God, that's what God wants. And God wants a mouthpiece that Moses had to go and tell the people. He told Moses, you go tell the people God told Moses, you go tell the people I desire this. Bring this stuff in, the stuff that I blessed them with, the financial resources I blessed them with. I need some of it now to, to build me something. And over in Chronicles with, with Solomon and David, he's the same. it's the same thing. He said, tell the people that I bless financially to bring this in to, to build in this temple for me and bring the best. Don't bring no hand-me-downs. Don't bring no rummage. Bring the best. They didn't bring no rummage. Go read the scriptures in Exodus 25, Exodus 35, 1 Chronicles 29. They didn't bring no junk. And and all throughout the scriptures, as God's talking about them bringing their offering, it was the first fruits. It was the first stuff. It was the best stuff. We tend to want to give God whatever we got left over. No, that's why you're going to get whatever a man sows, that's how he also reap. So if you sow rummage, that's what you're going to get. But if you start seeking really Truly seeking God. Remember, he's looking for those who worship him in spirit and truth. Worship ain't just in a, a, a church service praising. Worship is basically your daily lifestyle. Right. 
It's how do you live your life on a daily? That's what your reasonable worship See, is. And people think, oh, praising God. Well, I can only do that on Sunday morning when no, no. I'm you, with... You can praise and worship God by being obedient. And you can praise and worship God with your thoughts. You can yeah. do it with your with, words, with, with, your, actions, with your finances, with, with your money. You can worship God with your money. And we know that because Jesus, he was watching who was... We ain't talking about alms. We're talking about free will offerings and just giving out of abundance. Jesus watched it, what went in the offering. Because he referenced, he said, this widow, he said, these other ones put out of, put in out of their abundance. She put in out of her, her lack. That was it. But he said she put in more than anybody. Right. She gave all she had. She gave all she had. So, so, but, but I'm pretty sure she didn't give all she had. She went home, home broke and busted and disgusted. Because <laughs> the scripture says in Corinthians, he's able to multiply your seed sown and make all grace, that word grace is favor that you talked about earlier, all grace favor abound towards you. He said, once you be obedient, oh, man, I'm going to start opening up windows of heaven, pouring you out blessings. Oh, yo, you finna get some unexpected favor. You finna get some immeasurable favor. You finna get something in favor of something you don't deserve. Oh, you about to get it because you now you're obedient. I always tell people, obedience with God is better than sacrifice. If he tell you to do it, just go ahead and do it. Well, see, and then I'm reminded, is it Elijah or Elisha comes to the widow and she's got a son, and she's going to make one little last meal for him before they die. Make he me says, one first. Make me one first. Make and me one says, first. Well, I was just going to make one for my boy here just before we die. No, he no, says, no. make me one first. The man of God, the prophet, said, no, the Lord told me to tell you, make me one first. He, it, that's what God's saying. And Do what I desire first. Ran out. That's what. That's the revelation <laughs> right there. Never ran so out. So you can't outgive God. That's what we're talking about. So when you give into Champion Christian School, and we're about to have a telethon on uh, December the 17th, all day on this station, tell your friends to tune in, tell your friends to sow into this, and you will never run out. I'm telling you, we're not going to, and I'm not just saying, See, I'm saying this because I believe you, it. I believe it. It's right. in the Word. If you live by sight, oh, I can't give you this because if I give you this, I won't have enough for my son here just so we can die together. But if you go by faith, you listen to what God says. Well, now, now that same story you just referenced. There's another one with oil. It had to do with oil. He said, what do you have in your house? I, I got a little oil. Okay, go and, and borrow vessels from your neighbors to, to put this oil in. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Did she sit there and complain? Oh, I only got this one. That's enough. No, she went out, got some more vessels. The oil never ran out until the vessels ran out. Remember, the scripture says in Timothy, in God's house, uh, there's gold and silver, vessels for honor and dishonor. He said, if one cleanses itself from the latter, dishonor will be a vessel used by God for honor. So God wants to use us. That's what we're here for. We're here to, scripture said we're blessed to be a blessing. He told Abraham that. And because we are Christ, we are Abraham's seed, heirs according to the Bible. We're blessed to be a blessing. So we are compelling people to be a blessing to, to the children at Champion Christian School. It ain't about us. We don't get a salary. Right. It's about the future of kingdom citizens. It's about it's, it's about kids. It's about students. Yeah. It's about students. It ain't about See, us. And, and here's <laughs> the thing, and I tell people this all the time. You say, well, we need to sow into the future. Yep, that that's true. But you know what? They're also our present. Student, God's using teenagers today in his kingdom. Ask Gideon. And he's still using them today. 
And he's using them in the community. He's using them in their churches. He's using them in their families. He's he's still using teenagers even. And today. as we do this telethon on December the seventeenth, which is I'm going to talk about this later. We're going to have some students from Champion Christian to come in here and give their testimonies. They're going to be on the phone lines. You'll be able to talk to them individually and and get, hear their testimonies as it relates to Christian education. And, and some of these students have been there since ninth grade. Some of them are graduating this year. Some of them are alumni. They're going to be here, man, uh, staffing the, the lines. You'll get to talk to them. That's why we want you to encourage your friends. Tune in on December the 17th, Life Radio 104.5 FM, 930 AM. Tell your friends, tune in to this Faithathon. We ain't calling it a telethon. It's a faithathon because we walk by faith, not by sight. And again, I just, and we're doing this too. God showed me this, Richard. He orchestrated that we do this in December. I, I teach the message uh, yesterday, Sunday services. December for me, it's, a, it's the, the month we celebrate the, the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. December is the month of miracles. Jesus is the reason for the season of miracles, signs, and wonders. If you're expecting a miracle or desire a miracle in your Life before the year end or in this coming years, you want to be a part of what God's doing now. You always want to sow up or sow into your future. So you think a virgin having a baby is a miracle? It, this is the season of miracles, <laughs> yes. And uh, what was accomplished through the birth of Jesus. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. The scripture says in 1 John, for this purpose was the Son of God made manifest that he may destroy the works of the devil. That's what it got accomplished. Through that miracle what they call it, immaculate comp, immaculate conception. conception, yeah, <laughs> contraception, immaculate, immaculate uh, conception. That's what happened. And again, this is the miracle season, and I'm getting in on it because even God showed me that in my life. He just took me back down memory lane. He said, Vince, a lot of miracles happen for you during this season. This November, December, January season, just miracles. And I want to encourage the listeners, hey, get in on this. You want to be about or a part of what God's doing. And what better way to be a part of what God's doing than and, and what he's called Pastor Richard to do as the leading champion Christian school, rebuilding it. Scripture say his word does not return void, but it accomplished what he sent it out to do. He said, and you got a prophetic word on it, Premier High School. Oh, that's going to happen. Because his word doesn't return void. Either you help him with the project. Be, you be obedient and do what he told you to do. He said, if you don't, I'm going to get somebody else. Yeah, his work always gets done. It's going to get done. So, again, I don't want to be the one that God says, depart from me, I never knew you. You had an opportunity to hear what my heart was and desire through two mighty men of God, and you just dismissed it. You didn't want to be a part of what I was doing. Because, again, we all going to, and it's not a condemning message, but we all going to have to sit in front of the judgment sheet of Christ. And we all gonna have to give an account for our life and for what we did with what God entrusted to us to steward. And again, that'll be a crying shame if we have one Christian high school in Chico and the body of Christ, the church of Chico, the Christians, the ones who are called by his name don't even financially support it. If that happens, I, I, I'm like, Father, be merciful to him, like Jesus. Forgive them for they know not what they do. That's a shame. If that if Christians don't come and bombard that school with financial resources, we're not just believing for financial resources also. We're believing for, for staff. We're believing for increase of students because here's the deal. God wants every teenager in Chico to hear the gospel, to be exposed to the gospel. He's not opposed to that. And we right. know that's the only <laughs> school in Chico where you can get some gospel at and not get persecuted for it. 
at least by the by the board, <laughs> by the you know the, the the district. Right. See, we're able to, and we've talked about this before. We're able to help the whole student, not just academically, which mm-hmm. champions always have strong academics, but also along the spiritual line that people can pray for each other. The students can pray for each other. The teacher can pray for them. They're going to hear the word of God. They're going to hear the word of God how it associates with history or with with science or with any other thing. And so it's so important for people to know that. And, you know, we're, we, we've still got a few minutes to go, but before we get done, I want to remind everybody, you can go to championcs.org, championcs.org. You hit the donate button. It's a very easy little form to do. Or you can send a check to Champion Christian School, 480 Rio Lindo Avenue, Chico and it's a 95926-zip. So 480 Rio Lindo, Champion Christian, if you want to send in a check. And the Holy Spirit just dropped this on me. If you're the widow with the might, you can get involved in this too. Just If you're on a fixed income, that's the, the, the widow's might, on a fixed income, you can still sow into the kingdom. I heard somebody said a janitor in the kingdom can own a jet because it's all according to your faith. And again, you can, be, you can do the widow's might by being a champion for champions. You could donate a little as $20 a month automatically. You're sowing $20 a month. And I, my Bible said God's able to make all grace abound towards you that you're having all sufficient. He said he multiplies that seed sown. You can get a mere $20 a month seed that you sow multiplied. Again, God do it in various ways. He can do it through healing your body. He can do it through a family member, uh, him revealing himself to him, opening doors that were shed previously, that's the favor of God. We, it's not just in finances, but if you need a financial breakthrough, he's able to do that too. I'm a living proof of it. I, that's my testimony. Uh, again, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or even think. So if you're on a fixed income or a widow's might, get, how, how do you be a champion for champions? $20 a month, same way. You can get online and, and it's automatically taken out, or you can just send a check once a month. We have a lot of people. So just send a check every month to Champion at 480 Rio Lindo, $20 a month. Be a champion for champion is the program, as we call it. And so, you know, you don't have to say, well, I don't have 100000 I don't have 50000 I don't have 10000 Just $20 a month. And if we get people to do that, then the school will be financially set. And I want to say this. The Bible says do all things in faith. And as you're sowing into this faith project, do it in faith, expecting what God says. He said he'll multiply your seed sown. He'll make all grace abound towards you. So expect a corresponding return on your seed sown, on your giving. A farmer, when he goes out and plants seed, oh, he expects a harvest off of his seed. Because that's the principle, seed time and harvest. So expect a miracle. Remember, this is the miracle, signs and wonders season. This is the season of the birth of Jesus where uh, the miraculous happens. And again, we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. So we want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire. 
P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.